Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast, and I'm your host, Jacob Herbert. I appreciate all the love and support the show's been getting, and we will continue to give you news throughout the offseason. Today, I'm joined by the Pat McAfee of Adair and returning guest host, Cole Reha. Reha, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> that kind of scared me. All right, also, I'm joined by uh, the mayor of Ames with Skip Bayless takes, Joe Crossdeck. How's it going, Joe? Gotta love it. <laughs> During this episode, we will be discussing the NFL draft and giving our takes on the uh, picks the 32 teams made. And we will be starting off with the quarterback position. First off, Joe Burrow going number one overall to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, do we have anything to add to this? Was Did they take a one-hit wonder? Uh, I think pretty much everyone expected the Bengals to draft him. I think it was the right move to make. If they didn't do that, I think there would have been a lot of backlash. I do agree. Joe, you have anything to add to the Burrow one? Well, you want to talk about backlash? We got freaking Trey Wingo on ESPN just ripping Nebraska. Oh, Scott Frost is probably upset they didn't take Joe Burrow. Well, you know what? He probably wouldn't have won the Heisman. He probably wouldn't go on number one overall if he went to Nebraska. And we didn't know that. Nobody knew he's going to be that. Why are other teams getting ripped on? Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> no, this was a Nebraska podcast. Well, you know, we all bring a little bit of something to the show. Fair enough. Yeah, that's why I appreciate you, Joe. That's why we love you. Oh, is that why you appreciate you about me? Sometimes. <laughs> uh, also going fifth to the Dolphins, to a tongue by Loa, and sixth, Justin Herbert, to the Chargers. Uh, one, Tua having his healthy injury problems, probably a good thing that the Dolphins did take him because he is a franchise quarterback, but Herbert going sixth, I'm not sure that is the right call or if he should be taken that high. Uh, Reha, what are your takes? Yeah, I mean, Herbert, I think he needs time to develop. I think he has all the tools to be a star quarterback, but it's just hard telling right now because, I mean, he really didn't play up to what they say his potential is in the big games. Mm-hmm. Did he have the cast around him? I mean, there's not That's a lot. another question. I don't know much about Oregon's team or their makeup. Or It's not like uh, LSU where he has two wide receivers that are first-round talents. Uh, Isaiah Simmons, who we'll get into that later, should have been higher picked. Uh, all the defensive players, actually, that just got selected in this draft, but... It's not like he had that talent around him, Herbert. No, but I mean, he also did play in the Pac-12. That's true, weaker competition. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? Well, you know, I don't really know. I think Tua, you got to worry about that injury. You know, that's something that definitely is going to come up. But uh, And also Herbert, you don't, I don't see him. You know, they talk about Baker being the winner. And I don't see Justin Herbert as that kind of winner mentality that you talk about with Baker like they did. I am, but, you know, the Dolphins, the Chargers, there's both just desperate for quarterbacks right now. And, you know, they gotta they got to take what they can get out of this draft class. I do like that. Uh, that's a good answer, actually. Good take, Joe. Thanks. Worked <laughs> all day on it. All right. Also, we got uh, the other first-round quarterback pick, Jordan Love to the Green Bay Packers. Oh, man. Talk about a mind blow. Yeah, and I actually – did you hear the reports that they didn't even talk to Aaron Rodgers, like, Oh, I didn't hear that. I figured they would have, you know, had to have a conversation with him or something. No, I'm guessing Aaron Rodgers watching on it fucking spiked his beer or something. 
Uh, Joe, what do you think that does with the uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, relationship with the Packers? And do you think he's willing to uh, groom Jordan Love to win? He's done with the Packers. I don't think it does a goddamn thing. If you say that they're going to put Jordan Love in over Aaron Rodgers, you are stupider than you look. And they, you know, they're doing the same thing they did with Rodgers back in the day. So I think he understands the situation. Yeah. Where you know he can lead him along for a few years, and then when he, you know, is ready to go out to pasture, that uh, guy groomed and ready. I think like the main su- or main uh, objection Rodgers probably has is that he's 36 right now, and why is he not getting win now, now talent uh, instead of getting his successor? Which I mean. And I saw a stat today. It was uh, quarterbacks and the number of touchdown passes they throw in the first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Rodgers has thrown one touchdown pass in his career to a first-round pick. Who was it? Uh, I think it was Mercedes Lewis last year. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that crazy? Well. Oh, that's just another reason why they probably should have went out and gotten a... Instead of trading up to get Jordan Love, maybe trade up to get one of those uh, big-time wide receivers. Cause... Well, yeah, and then I also heard today, like, you know, the Packers had Favre and they went Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So the Packers weren't planning on drafting Rodgers. All the people they wanted were taken, and he was the only guy on their board with a first-round talent. So they said he kind of, like, fell into their laps. That's why they drafted him. Yeah. But with Love, they traded up to get him. You know they wanted him. Yeah, that's true, too. I don't know. Joe, what are your thoughts? Well, I definitely think they should have went out and got a receiver. He needs some – Aaron Rodgers needs some help. You know, he's winning that – or willing that team to each win by himself practically. And like you said, they don't – they haven't had first-round receiver talent, and they never really – I guess they haven't in a long time. And this is a very deep receivers class this year, and to not take someone that early, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty stunning move. They really uh, – Fuck that one up. <laughs> uh, other quarterbacks being taken, uh, not in the first round, but later on. Jalen Hurts to Philadelphia. Uh, Jacob Eason to the Colts. James Morgan to the Jets. And Jake Fromm to the Bills. Uh, Reha, uh, what stands out to you in those quarterbacks? Uh, Jalen Hurts maybe being Wentz Insurance or uh, maybe J- Jacob Eason going to your Colts. What's the biggest uh, impact? Yeah, those two, like, they both really stood out to me. I think Hurts was crazy. I mean, who would have expected him to go to the Eagles? Unless they have something planned for him, kind of like a Taysom Hill package or something of that nature. And then the Eason one, I like that too because he's got a big arm and he could be a first-round talent, but he just didn't really perform. I think you sit him under Rivers for a year or two, maybe see if he can develop into that guy. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Joe, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, right off the bat, you know, just saying uh, Jake from State Farm sliding so far in the draft, I was not expecting that to happen. I think that surprised quite a few people. Yeah, it definitely surprised me. Uh, going back to what uh, Reha said with Jalen Hurts, uh, last year during the playoffs, I mean, we all know that Wentz have struggled with injuries, but he got hurt in the playoff game, and uh, McCown, McCown uh, actually came in. I think tore a hamstring in the second quarter and continued that, to play and kept that, it close. That motherfucker put on for the city of Philadelphia in his old-ass age. Yeah, so I think maybe that's just uh, Wentz is going to get hurt. Jalen Hurts can step up and possibly do a little bit more, maybe win that playoff game. I don't know. It's a uh, different element, too. I mean, 
He's an exciting player. Oh, yeah, and Jalen Hurts is a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that one national championship game. <laughs> well, that's the only reason we uh, talk about Tua now, or else Jalen Hurts would probably still be the starting quarterback for Bama. Sure. Probably to won a Heisman there. Maybe not, but... <laughs> I don't think you can beat Burrow's numbers from last year. That was ridiculous. Uh, Burrow had the best passing season in NCAA history. Put that on record. Oh, I definitely agree. Yeah, 60 touchdowns. I think that was a record. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. (laughs) All right, also going to – done with quarterbacks, let's go to uh, running backs now. Uh, Only running back picked in the first round, and he was the last. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. To Kansas City from uh, LSU, uh, was that the pe- best pick if they wanted a running back, or do you think uh, they made a mistake on that, Reha? Well, at first I was really shocked. I'm sure you both were. Um, yeah. I figured Taylor Dobbins or uh, Swift would have been. Oh, DeAndre Swift in that offense. Yeah, but after I heard some more stuff, like from Andy Reid, it made more sense. He said it reminded him of Brian Westbrook, who he coached in Philly. Mm-hmm. He said actually he thought uh, Edward Solaire was better than Westbrook coming out of college. I mean, he can catch the ball. We'll see how he does with Mahomes. Could be interesting. Yeah, and he's probably just very underrated because Joe Burrow was his quarterback. Joe, what do you think? Well, you know, I think Gold hit it right on the head there. Uh, you know, I'm not going to claim to know better than the Kansas City Chiefs on player management. They obviously – done pretty well, you know, coming off the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, I, I was a little surprised at first. You know, you you named some of the running backs that didn't get taken, you know, the, the first running back taken that I really thought could have been. But, uh, you know, LSU, they got a, they got a good team. So, you know, maybe, maybe he was overshadowed a bit there, like Cole said. All right. Totally agree. Uh, also in the uh, second round for running back, you got DeAndre Swift to uh, Detroit, maybe carry on Johnson's replacement, insurance, not sure. Jonathan Taylor to the Colts, what does that mean for that stacked backfield? Cam Akers to the Rams in a pretty a shocker. shocking draft pick. And J.K. Dobbins to the Baltimore Ravens, which, Jesus Christ, another weapon for Lamar Jackson. Joe, what do you think is the biggest impact of those uh, running backs in the second round? Oh, the biggest impact, you got, you got to go with J.K. Dobbins there. Lead the league in rushing, and then you add a, a top-tier running back like Dobbins is. That's going to be insane. I mean, I can't believe it. You think they he fell. pushes Ingram for carries, or how do you think Ingram's role develops? With Yeah, is it going to be a split backfield? You know, I don't know. Well, plus, Good Gus thing. Edwards had... 700 yards last year, I think. Yeah. And they drafted Justice Hill last year, too. Yeah, fantasy owners are going to be uh, a little pissed about the be, Justice uh, Hill thing. Yeah. Uh, what do you think your is what is the biggest impact for uh, these other second-round ones? Obviously, I'm a Colts fan, and I think Taylor to the Colts is going to be incredible. I mean, the offensive line, you got Marlon Mack, Naeem Hines, Jordan Wilkins... Those guys can all run the ball. And I think the Colts want to go towards a more run-based team, Mm -hmm. and that's going to take a ton of pressure off Rivers. It's going to let him, you know, sit back and throw it when he needs to. Yeah. I think that's my favorite pickup anyway, but again, I'm biased. Is Mac on his way out? Or do you think they're preparing 
to not give him an extension. That's the thing, because his contract's going to be up here in a year or two, and mm-hmm. he's probably going to want more money than what he's worth. Mm-hmm. Even though he is a good player, I just don't think the Colts want to pay him. Mm-hmm. Get that rookie deal, especially a second rounder, and you get Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, plus Taylor. Like I love Mac, but I think Taylor's an upgrade from Mac. Okay. Uh, Joe, what do you think about the Jonathan Taylor move? I think it's a great pick. You know, I think the Colts' offense is going to be pretty well stacked. You know, and uh, like you said, they got a great offensive line. Jonathan Taylor, those Wisconsin running backs, man, they're, they're, they're always good. That's just, you know, easy. That's true. Uh, we will get into uh, DeAndre Swift probably later, but Cam Akers to the Rams before Dobbins. And. Uh, one of the first things I was thinking, uh, when Todd Gurley got released, I was thinking that it would probably be Darrell Henderson's backfield since he was a rookie last year. They picked him with a third-round pick. Uh, but is it going to be Darrell Henderson or Cam Akers, Reha? I think, you know, they picked Akers pretty high. I don't know much about him. You know, he's from Florida State. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of year he had last year. The Henderson, he was from Memphis or Kentucky. He was from Memphis. Okay. Yes. I think, yeah. I think uh, Benny Snell was from Kentucky. He went to the okay, Steelers yeah. last year. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be a competition for running back there. They're going to still have Malcolm Brown. and. Yeah. Do you know much about Akers? Is he a power back, a shifty back? A... No idea. I don't either. I, I mean, I, did, I, I wasn't watching a lot of Florida State games. No, I just figured, <laughs> I figured he wouldn't have went where he went. Oh, definitely not. Joe, what do you think? You know, I, I, I just like you guys, I don't know much about him. Uh, I don't trust people from Florida State, so they no, still crab legs. Yeah, that's part of it. That's <laughs> part of it. But he's a, uh, you know, just I think he's, you know, describe him. He's like a five eleven, two hundred twelve pound running back from Florida State, who had two hundred thirty one attempts and eleven hundred and forty four yards rushing this year. Only 14 touchdowns, you know, I don't know. Well, that's a pretty good year, really, for a crappy Florida yeah, State team last ACC year. ACC sucks balls. Yeah. Outside Clemson, they suck balls. <laughs> you know those off the top of your head? Yep. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into wide receivers now. Uh, widely regarded as probably most talented team of wide receivers in a long time. Uh, first one off the board, Henry Ruggs. Holy shit. To the Raiders. Um, Rio, you have a reaction to that. Is that a good fit? Uh, just what make, did... makes sense for the Raiders to pick him. Does it? Well, just the Raiders' history. Oh. They love those flashy guys. Yeah, that's true. Go off combine scores and whatnot. Al Davis is probably shotgunning a beer in his grave right now. <laughs> <laughs> You betcha. Uh, the original quarantine haircut, by the way. But with Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb still on the board, C.D. Lamb and probably Jerry Judy, uh, great route runners, great great at everything, really. Uh, was that the right pick, Joe? Yeah, I think that he's a pretty good fit for their system. He likes those speed guys, and, you know, they, they like to draft off 40 times, it seems like. And he did pretty good. And I, I, you know, this is a stacked, honestly, this is a stacked class. You, you really can't go too wrong here. That, that's a good point. Uh, my only thing is, like, what if Henry Ruggs just turns out to be, like, a, now his teammate Tyrell Williams, just a speed guy, 
and then Jerry Judy ends up being uh, Julio Jones or uh, Amari Cooper, someone coming coming out of Alabama with that skill set. And also with CeeDee Lamb, just, I mean, it reminds me of like a Keenan Allen or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just know Gruden loves those guys like Ruggs. And also, He's all drawing on the plays on the board right now for him. Derek Carr doesn't even like throw it deep. Yeah, but has he ever had a guy like with that kind of speed though? No. Maybe yeah. they saw some. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Judy or Lamb would have been a safer pick, but maybe they saw something in. Well, now they have uh, Henry Ruggs and Tyrell Williams with uh, Darren Waller, so maybe they're trying to be a uh, competition to the Chiefs, who has the best offense. Who's, who has the fastest offense? I think the Chiefs still got it. Oh, for sure, but they're getting up there with uh, that speed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Henry Ruggs to the Raiders. I like it. Anything stand out to you about that? No, not really. I mean, no. He's a good guy. Good pick. <laughs> would you have picked him or Jerry Judy? Uh, I probably would have. Uh, I probably would have seen you lamb. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or maybe even Jefferson LSU. Yeah, he's good too. He's good too. I like him like a lot. I said, you can't really go wrong on wide receivers that early. No. Heck of a class. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Judy going to the Broncos, giving uh, Drew Locke another weapon to uh, with Corlin Sutton, Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon, and uh, Felt Lindsay. And now KJ Hamler too. I was getting into that, Reha. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and then C.D. Lamb going to Dallas to give Prescott and Mike McCarthy another weapon. That's another one I was surprised about. I know. I mean, did you see how happy they were when they uh, drafted him? Jared Jones was uh, all smiles. Uh, Joe, what's the uh, bigger impact on their team, Jared Judy or C.D. Lamb? Uh, I think Jared Judy will probably have a bigger impact, at least right away, in that Broncos offense there. C.D. Lamb might have a better long-term career long time long-term situation there with the Cowboys but I think Jerry Judy can get in that Broncos system and play pretty quick did you guys see uh C.D. Lamb's girlfriend take his phone when he got drafted do you know that yeah. oh wait I think you told me that it was uh Trey Young's yeah I saw a picture of her and Trey Young she's a the Oklahoma Oklahoma athlete whore boomer sooner <laughs> boomer sooner boners am I right boys Sure. <laughs> that was pretty funny, I thought. She grabbed the phone, and he just looked at her and grabbed that thing. Oh, I never, like, in that video, I never realized how weird C.D. Lamb looks. He's a weird-looking guy. Really white teeth, though. Yeah. Good-looking guy. <laughs> he does take care of his teeth. All right. Uh, into... How do you think that factors into his uh, route-running ability there, Cole? Well... I don't know. There's a lot of factors into that, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, the way he comes out of his breaks, I mean, well, he could just... I mean, if he flashes that smile at someone, shit, that corner might fall in his face. I don't <laughs> you know. know. You're right. You're right. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, getting into the later round uh, wide receivers, we got Jalen Rieger from uh, TCU going to Philly, Justin Jefferson from LSU going to Minnesota, and uh, Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State going to San Francisco. Um, one, I didn't expect Brandon Ayuk to be in the first round. Neither no. did I with uh, Jalen Rieger. But uh, 
over Justin Jefferson was a surprise. One. Yeah, that really shocked me. I don't know much about Rieger. Had some Eagles pick, right? Mm-hmm. I know. I watched him play. I know he's a good player, but I was not expecting him to go that high. Oh, definitely not. I figured maybe Eagles would even trade back if that if that was their guy. Then why not? I mean, yeah, maybe. But last TCU uh, receiver pick that high was Josh Josh Doxson. Look how that turned out. I think I just would have stayed away from that, maybe. Yeah, he. I mean, he does have talent, but uh, over Justin Jefferson, which I also want to get into uh, just, Justin Jefferson going to uh, Minnesota. Who is going to play the slot, Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson? Adam Thielen. So Justin Jefferson's going to be full out wide out. Yep. I'm not going to replace Thielen. Well, I don't know. Jefferson did have 108 catches last year at LSU. I think he led the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, 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 the flip side of that coin there is that, you know, you're taking these stats from an LSU team that was absolutely stacked, and they, you know, they ran up the score on everybody. Yeah, so yeah that is true. They did put up a lot of points. It's crazy to think that Jefferson wasn't the best receiver on that team either. Jamar Chase was, and he couldn't come out because he's only a sophomore. Uh, also, uh, Brandon IU going to San Francisco. Uh, them actually trading up to get him? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They were at 31. Which, very surprising. I didn't watch a lot of Arizona State games. I've seen them a little bit on at the Combine, but not one that I would call a first-round talent. Reha, what are your thoughts about Brandon IU? I saw some highlights, and they looked pretty crazy, but I also saw a lot of, uh, who did the Patriots draft last year? <laughs> Nikhil Harry. Where'd he go to college? He went to... Arizona State, is that correct? Same yeah. college as I His Damn highlights it. are pretty good, too. I don't know. Could be that Pac-12 effect. It could be. I don't know. I trust uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, though. I yeah, think they've, they've had pretty good draft picks before. they built some damn good teams. Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts about these later round uh, wide receivers? Well, you know, as far as IU goes, I, uh, I trust Herm Edwards there. He's trying to... Well, Hermie! He's going to turn Arizona State to a little bit of a miniature draft factory there. The way he runs that program, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of NFL styles and a lot of NFL influences there at Arizona State with Herm. And I think it's going to, you know, a lot of players here are going to come out of Arizona State more ready for the NFL than some other places, you might say. Oh, I, I like that take. Who wouldn't want to go to college at Arizona State either? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. true. I know I'd like it. <laughs> it's too hot. Allegedly. It's too hot. <laughs> uh, going into second round wide receivers, uh, first pick in the second round, T. Higgins to the Bengals, giving Joe Burrow another weapon. Michael Pittman, big need for the Colts to get that uh, second wide receiver. Uh, maybe him battling with Paris Campbell. Another was he second round pick last year? Yes, he's hurt all last year though. So yeah, uh, tell him how it be. KJ Hamler uh, to Denver. I like that to pick. go along with Jerry Judy, and then Chase Claypool going to the Steelers. Which they always have an eye for wide receivers, so we'll see how uh, how that turns out. Joe, with those second wide or second round wide receivers, what is the uh, who do you think is the best one, and who has the best fit? Oh, I'd say probably 
I'd say T. Higgins is the Bengals probably be the best fit. You know, they, they, they you know, Joe Burrow's going to need his options, and they're, you know, they're in a rebuild. They're going to need the, the players. And they got a good one there out of Clemson. He's a, he's had a good season. One person you didn't talk about there was Lavisca Chenault out of Colorado. I watched a few of his games the past few years, and that guy, he's a, he's a big play machine, man. He's, uh, he's strong and he's, you know, fairly tall. He's only like six two, but still tall. But uh, I think he's. It sucks he's going to the Jaguars because they're going to suck. But him and Minshew might, if they get a connection going, that'd be something pretty interesting to watch out for. I agree with you there, Joe. He was, I think, earlier in the season, uh, first round on Mox. He's supposed to be a first round pick, and he kind of fell because he had a some sort of foot injury at the combine. They found he did surgery on it. But I think he's a good player. Yeah, but I think he's a good player. I think Colorado's season kind of fell apart halfway through. I don't quite remember, though. Yeah. I only watched one game. I think it was Colorado-Nebraska. Yeah. I don't, I don't know How'd that I game go, before. Joe? I don't remember if I saw that one or not. Mm-hmm. I just wondered. I didn't know how what the score was. I don't, I don't, I don't remember either. Uh, the one problem I did have with uh, Higgins going to the Bengals is that they have so many weapons. Joe Mixon out of the backfield, along with Bernard, who is a receiving back. Uh, A.J. Green getting franchise tagged, along with uh, Tyler Boyd, their big threat, John Ross. Uh, does T. Higgins actually have a role in this offense? Or is he m- more like a replacement once Green leaves? I think him and Green are pretty similar, aren't they? Isn't Green a bigger receiver, mm-hmm. taller yeah. Yeah. They, oh my God. So I don't. They could use Green for trade bait, maybe. Going into next year, I don't know what their thoughts were with that. Oh, why not give it to a contender that's a playmaker away and get a pick from it? Yeah. See, I mean, they're gonna lose them next year anyway. I bet. He's gonna have too many options for a rookie quarterback here, and he comes from LSU where they have a lot of options. <clears throat> and he's coming in. You know, he's coming in. They're giving him. A, bunch of options there. If he's going to succeed, this is going to help him out a lot. Alright, I can agree with that. And, uh, you know, one of the problems with some rookie quarterbacks is they don't have, you know, like, uh, like take Gardner Minshew, I know he's not a rookie right now, but he's not going to have very much for options, but you take, you know, you give Joe Burrow a bunch of options, that's going to easily help him succeed and help him develop a lot quicker than him struggling out the first four years with maybe a half-decent receiver and a solid tight end. I completely agree with that take. Uh, say Josh Rosen, his rookie season, no line at all, uh, nothing for weapons. That's why they drafted four wide receivers in the upcoming draft for Kyler Murray. Um, basically just set him up for failure, and now he's third string at the Miami Dolphins, which... Yeah, it's hard telling what they'll do with him now. Yeah. So, I mean, place to be third string quarterback yet. Yeah, I uh, totally agree with you that uh, situation and setting them up with weapons is uh, is uh, very important. Uh, we're gonna come back and uh, talk to talk about the other first round picks after this break. And we're back. <laughs> we are back with the other first round picks. Uh, Chase Young going number two to Washington Redskins. Uh, one should they have taken Tua? Uh, possibly a generational um, quarterback that they could have moved on, but also Chase Young also being a generational talent. What do you think was the right move, Reha? It's hard telling because I'm not sold on Haskins. I don't know if you are. I mean, he wasn't really set up for... Nope. 
No, he wasn't. For uh, he... success either, Trent Williams was sitting out, uh, and their uh, best wide receiver was a fourth fourth or fifth round uh, pick. Terry McLaurin? Yeah, so... Uh, steal. Jordan Reed, concussions again. So, I mean, I don't know if it was the best setup, so... They're giving another year with uh, Ron Rivera, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I do think uh, Chase Young's safest pick. Safest, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a Bosa. He's better than the Bosa's. This is what uh, some draft analyst said coming out of college. Okay. He has a lot to live up to then. For sure. Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts about Chase Young? I think they made the right pick. You know, uh, I'm not sold on Tua. All the injuries. Alabama quarterbacks haven't had, don't exactly have a great track record in the NFL. But uh, Ohio State DNs generally pan out fairly well. And Chase Young is, you know, guaranteed it. He's a hell of an athlete. So you're saying, uh, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Joe doesn't like the Bama quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, Greg McElroy, Jesus, he's doing games on ESPN right now. I'd say that's a pretty good career. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it. <laughs> I think any of us would do that. I wouldn't. Tony Romo <laughs> I think I might slip up or something on the air. I wouldn't like that. It's a lot of pressure. That's I true. I'm doing this is hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Detroit getting Jeffrey Okuda. Love that pick. Needed the corner after the Darius Slay uh, trade and pairing him up with Desmond Trufant. Uh, could be a good secondary, uh, I believe. And also... Giants taking Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle from Georgia, and that rounds out, uh, well, obviously Tua taking, or being taken by uh, the Dolphins round up the top five. Uh, what do you think was the better pick, Joe? Jeffrey Okuda to the Detroit or Andrew Thomas to the Giants? You know, I can't really say anything bad about either of them. I'd, I'd say it's a toss-up, flip your coins. Uh, Giants, Both good you know. picks. Yeah, both good picks. You know, Giants give Saquon that guy. You know, Saquon another top tier offensive lineman. Okuda, you know, they you know, got the cornerback after Slay, like you said. Yeah, I, I can't knock either of the picks. They're both pretty solid fits. They're both top talents. You did call that last podcast, Joe. You said the Giants were probably going to go a offensive lineman. Yep. Thank God they didn't take fucking Tristan goddamn worse. That's a smart pick by the Giants there. Yeah, now he's protecting your boy Tom Brady. My boy, I don't boy. know about all that. Oh, you already gave up. You already, uh, you're done with him. Yeah. It's just a phase, Mom. Yeah, it's a phase. Yeah, it was just a phase. It's just a phase, Beth. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we, uh, going 7 through 10, uh, Derek Brown to Carolina, uh, filling a pretty big need with Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe leaving. Is it, uh, Gerald or Gerald, Jacob? Did I say Gerald again? <laughs> Damn it. Gerald. It could be Gerald, though. I don't know. You're right, it could. <laughs> Isaiah Simmons falling to number eight. It, it's the same thing that ha- happened with Derwin James. Uh, versatile playmaker, uh, can play any position, falls because I don't even know. But a uh, hell of a pickup by the Cardinals. C.J. Henderson going to the Jaguars. Really like that pick. And then Jedrick Willis uh, helping out the Browns. Uh Two tackles now, Jack Conklin and Jarek Willis. Mm-hmm. That's what um, they needed. Exactly what they needed. Uh, Riha, what do you think, uh, if there is a best pick, what was like the best pick of those four? 
I like the uh, Isaiah Simmons pick because they're going to pair him with Chandler Jones. Mm-hmm. He's a disruptive force. Great player. Buda Baker, he's a younger safety. I think he had a pretty good year last year. And then the veteran Patrick Peterson, who obviously is one of the best corners in the game when he's playing and healthy. I think he suspended last year for yep. six, six games. Yeah, six games. But I kind of like that defense, what they're doing. Oh, yeah, and they just signed uh, Devondre Campbell. I think they have other young athletes still there. Uh, Joe, same question. Well, to be honest with you, I don't really know. I mean, all these teams really need a lot of help. Panthers, yikes. Cardinals, I don't trust. I don't believe them. Jaguars, oh boy. Browns are, you know, they're they're on the up and up. They still need a lot of help there. But yeah, I think to Browns. Pick one out of the out of all those, I don't know, I'd say Isaiah Simmons. He's a pretty darn good player. And the Cardinals, like you said, they need him. Yeah, I think Browns are doing exactly what they need to. Uh, obviously, Jarek Willis uh, at offensive tackle, helping out that offensive line that did not help out Baker Mayfield last year, but also getting Grant Delpit in the uh, second round is definitely going to help that defense. That was not what everyone expected with the playmakers that they have. Uh, Rehal, what do you think? Now, I think I like what the Browns are doing. I don't. I'm not completely sold on Alabama offensive linemen, just because there have been a lot of Alabama linemen picked that subpar. not necessarily bust, but subpar, like you said. Mm-hmm. I think I probably would have went Becton or Worf's there. Becton's but, like a project, though. I think they might be like trying to win yeah, and prove something. Which they know more than me. I know Freddie Kitchens would have picked some dumb shit, so at least they <laughs> he, got him out of there. He would have picked Austin Jackson from USC before all three of those oh, offensive tackles. Julian Good Jones from Iowa State. Who knows? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you said, Becton going 11 to uh, the Jets. Uh, Tristan Wirfs going 13th. Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay having to trade their 14th pick and a uh, fourth rounder for to move up one. Uh, Rhea, do you think they needed to do that? I mean, I mean, uh, Joe Staley did retire, but I think they might already have had the Trent Williams trade. Yeah, made, I... and they're like, Joe Staley's retiring. We might take this offense tackle unless you trade up for it, Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay is like. We're in win now. Like, I, screw this fourth-round pick. Yeah, I think John Lynch is, you know, messing with him. I think he was telling them, hey, this other team might trade up here. They want works mm-hmm. really bad. we got to make a move here, which obviously I think a good trade for both teams. Yeah. 49ers, extra fourth-round pick. I mean, hell, that could be a player on and the team And only for, one spot down. Yeah, that could be a player that stays on their team for five years, you know, or more. Fourth round, you can get a good player there. Yeah. I don't know who they picked with that pick, but. I'm not too sure either. Uh, San Francisco ended up going with uh, Ken Law, D tackle from uh, South Carolina, with that basically a cheaper Force Buckner. That's true. That pick of the Colts. They saved twenty twenty million dollars from that extension. Get that pick. Smart move, I think. Oh, definitely. Uh, AJ Terrell from Clemson going to Atlanta, probably replacing Desmond Trufant. Uh, Austin Jackson, Miami. He's headed to Miami from USC, offensive tackle. Uh, any of these like other picks that you guys thought that was stunning? Uh, I can go through more. Uh, Jacksonville selecting a case on linebacker from LSU. I mean, thought that was a good pick. Jacksonville's oh, pairing yeah. him with Josh Allen from last year. 
Yeah, I mean, most of the uh, Jacksonville offseason is about Gardner Minshew, but they their pairing is are making the defense great again with all these uh, defensive talents. Uh, Joe, what do you think some uh, good prospects are around the league? Well, uh, yeah. Jaguars got a lot of work to do. Uh, getting Chase on, whatever his name is from LSU. Chase like, on. Uh, also, uh, one of the big news, uh, New England did have the 23rd pick in the draft and traded down with the Chargers, who ended up getting Kenneth Murray, which, when I first saw it, I thought they nailed the draft. They got their guy at quarterback. They got that inside linebacker, which I think was the only need with their defense. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I thought they nailed it. I'm kind of like, I still think they did great with the draft and great with that move, but I just don't. Justin Herbert's still pulling me back, but I think Kenneth Murray was a great pickup. Uh, Patrick Queen from LSU is going to the Baltimore Ravens. Add another defensive presence to that already scary defense. Yeah, that's a solid pick right there. Yeah, and then Isaiah Wilson from Georgia, the offensive tackle, probably replacing Jack Conklin, who went to Cleveland. Yeah, that one was a little bit surprising. I don't know if he was that high on many draft boards. Mm, also, uh, 24th, Cesar Ruiz. Uh, center from Michigan going to the Saints while Jordan Love was still on the board. So did Green Bay really need to trade up for Jordan Love? I'm sure the they're pressuring them. So, I mean, there's a number of teams that were interested in Love that could have traded up there. And I think it was Miami's pick, too. So yeah, Who'd my, Miami got that corner? Mm-hmm. They got uh, uh, Noah yeah. quarterback <laughs> from Auburn. That's wow. another pick. I... He wasn't very high. Gene? What? Igbino Gene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some other uh, picks, not in the first round, but uh, possibly first-round talent. Uh, Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama, dropping all the way to uh, Giants, who's picking up another need for that team. That could actually be a scary defense with Xavier McKinney. They just signed James Bradbury and Blake Martinez. Uh, DeAndre Baker. A lot of younger talent on yeah, it, but... Uh, drill Peppers. And that's already a scary Leonard, offense. Uh, Leonard Williams? Yep. They franchise-tagged him. They drafted the Clemson guy the first round last year. Did they? A D-tackle, yep. I can't remember which one it was. I mean, there was like three Clemson D-linemen that went the first round last year. Yeah, Farrell went to Raiders. Christian Wilkins went to Dolphins. There was another one... Who was that? I'll... Oh, all right. You look it up. Uh, I'll keep going. Uh, New England trades, or no? Uh, New England's uh, trade down with the Chargers, landed them a second round pick that they gave up for uh, Mohamed Sanu, and uh, they select Kyle Duggar, safety from Lenore Ryan. Um, Joe, you are or used to be a Patriots fan. Not really sure where you stand right now. Neither what? Am I. What? Neither am I. Dexter Lawrence was the Giants. Clemson Dexter Lawrence, pick. nice. Uh, was this a good pick uh, for New England at safety? Yeah. And do you care to explain? Can you expand on that, Joseph? Well, you know, I, I don't claim to know him better than Bill Belichick. 
really. He's, uh, he's pretty darn good at his job, some would say. What if his old uh, age is getting to him? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> See, I compare but, that pick uh, to... Uh, Lenore Ryan, you know, you don't know. Maybe maybe he's the next uh, big talent out of a D3 or 2, you know, <laughs> lower tier school. D2. Yeah, doesn't matter what your star rank is, man. It's where you, where you end up. Yeah, I compare it to uh, the Colts picking Darius Leonard a few years ago. I mean, no one heard of Darius Leonard. He played at a 1AA school. Ended up winning or his first-team All-Pro. Didn't get Defensive Rookie of the Year, which is Somehow. bullshit. How do you get first-team All-Pro and then not Pro Bowl or... What was the... Actually, defense... did he get Defensive Rookie of the Year? He got Defensive Rookie of the Year. And All-Pro. Got All-Pro but didn't make the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just compare it to that. I mean... Yeah. There's a lot of these picks you can get mad about. Like, I was mad in the Colts pick Leonard, but ended up working out for us. Yeah, that's true. See, you know, if, if someone's going to dig that deep, they've probably seen something that's worthwhile. If they're going to dig deep and take someone from, you know, a 1AA or a D2 school, they're not going to just some, pick some random guy. Well, Belichick and his, definitely saw his freaking witchcraft, he probably brewed him up. and Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I, I just wanted them to get Grant Delpit. I saw him slide. I was like, and then once I saw he was a safety, I was like, we we missed. I mean, that was my immediate reactions. Uh, also, some uh, second round talent that could have been first round. Uh, Yeter Gross Matus, uh, DN for Penn State, going to Carolina, uh, creating a pretty young and pretty good uh, defensive line. Uh, Ross Blacklock, D tackle for TCU, headed to. Uh, Houston, which is going to fill a need for uh, DJ Reader leaving. Mm-hmm. Where did uh, DJ Reader go? He went to the Bengals, I think. Oh. Yeah, Bengals, well, a good signing by them. Bengals spent some money this free agency. I think they got both the Minnesota Vikings cornerbacks, not named Xavier Rhodes, uh, Trey Waynes, Waynes and, and Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah. Yeah, paid a lot of money for him, so. Yeah. Uh, also, Chicago picking Cole Komet, the end, or not the end, uh, tight end for Notre Dame, which brings their total back up to 10 tight ends on the roster. Joe, what are your thoughts? You know, I think the Chicago Bears are up to something pretty sneaky here. They're going to have an entire line of tight ends. No state, or no center, no guard, no tackles. All tight ends. At least that's what their uh, roster looks like right now. Okay. No one's going to know who's eligible or what's going on? Exactly. whole bunch of misdirection. No mm-hmm. one's going to see what's going on. got to give Trubisky that safety blanket because that dude cannot see a receiver to save his <laughs> freaking life. Well, he's going to be able to see some of these guys. They're all 6'6", you know, six, six, 275-odd pounds. <laughs> uh, already explained uh, Grant Delpit to uh, Cleveland. Trevon Diggs. Cowboys. Bama. Stephon Diggs' brother to the Cowboys probably fill, fills that James Bradbury need. I think they signed someone, but that's also a good number two to have. Yeah, they lost uh, Jeff Heath, who wasn't mm. great, but yeah, I think he was just starting safety. Also backup kicker. Really? Yeah. When, uh, oh, shoot, Dan Bailey got hurt, he was kicking the uh, PATs. Did he make any? I think so. Really? That's interesting. <laughs> uh, AJ Epinenza. DN from Iowa to Buffalo. I think that's a steal. 
You do. The Bills, yeah. He dropped pretty far. I think he had a poor combine. But I don't think that's... Well, I mean, look at DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. He failed the uh, three-cone drill just like a Penenza, and look at him now. Yep. That's a great pickup there. It's a going to add to that Buffalo defense. And uh, Josh Johnson, offensive tackle to Houston, or from Houston to uh, the Arizona Cardinals, getting an offensive tackle, which they probably thought about taking with that eighth overall pick. They end up getting Isaiah Simmons and then keeping or getting Josh Johnson in the third, which I, I think he he was a really good offensive tackle. Yeah, when you're drafting you know, players from that, not in the Power 5 school, you can mm-hmm. get good players in the later rounds. Yeah. I think, really, he could have been a steal. I mean, yeah, third he and could fourth come in and start right away. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, what, some of those, uh, pros- what do you think about some of those prospects that I just named? Well, I... AJ Epinesa, you know, he's not a big fan, but he went to a great team. So uh, I wish him well, I suppose. Oh, Joe. Just Shredding the Husker bias. What'd you say? Just kidding. He can suck it. <laughs> Joe's an Iowa fan now, guys. What about any of the other uh, prospects that I named? No, I think you, you guys did pretty good on the head. Trayvon Diggs, that's a, that's a good need fill there for the Cowboys. and I respect it. Um, New England takes zero quarterbacks, two tight ends, two two outside linebackers, and a kicker in the fifth round. Uh, Why draft a kicker? Yeah. um, Joe, what is uh, the reasoning for this draft? What what is the Patriots trying to accomplish with – that kind of draft. Well, I'll tell you what they're trying to accomplish. <clears throat> I think they're trying to build a, you know, they're going to, they see the future. They're gonna, you know, they see what's going on. They're going to have a rebuild on their hands here. And they're going to try and get a, a solid foundation with not a lot of glamour players, but uh, players that they like and players that they think might fit well in their system. It fits the Patriots no mold. Yep. They got. Uh, they're gonna have a long road ahead of them to get back to where they were. I don't know if they ever can. But uh, you know, starting off with a strong foundation might look ugly at first, but uh, it'd probably be a smart way to or smart start. See, I think something's brewing up with their quarterback situation. Is Stidham like? I I think they're gonna bring someone in. I don't know oh. if it's Cam Newton. I don't know if it's Andy Dalton. I I don't. I'm kind of rooting for Andy Dalton. See, I think I'd like what's to see the, Cam. What's his there. nickname again? There. <laughs> the Red Rocket. The Red oh, Rocket. Uh, anyways. The Carl Bolton of quarterbacks. That's right. Andy Dalton. And then some, shout out Carl Bolton. No free shout outs. Uh, and then some later round nudes. Uh, KJ Hill, wide receiver from Ohio State to Chargers. Dropped. What, sixth round? Seventh round? Seventh round. See, they were saying he had like the best day out of receivers at the Senior Bowl. I don't understand it. I, I saw that come up with that update, and I was like, how did he fall that far? Kind of just completely forgot about him, but also, what a steal by the charge. We'll be uh, writing down our picks for AFC Offensive, AFC Defensive, NFC Offensive, and NFC Defensive uh, Rookie of the Year predictions when we come back. Stay tuned.
we will now be discussing uh, the rookie year predictions. Um, basically, we'll be giving our uh, predictions of each conference. Uh, we will offense and defense and explaining why uh, those are our picks, and I will be starting. Um, AFC Offense for Rookie of the Year, I have Justin Herbert if he starts Ooh. over Tyrod Taylor. If not, I have Jerry Judy with the Broncos. I think both kind of ballsier pick with Joe Burrow and Tua being in that conference. And with AFC Defensive Player of the Year, I pick Kayvon uh, Kyson, outside linebackers for the Jags. Uh, I think that with how unproductive their defense will be, I think that he will be one that uh, that gets some of that production and will have the stats at the end of the year. Um, then with the NFC Offensive Rookie of the Year, I have DeAndre Swift taking over for Carrion Johnson, whether it's uh, – Either he's better than Carrion Johnson, or if Carrion Johnson gets hurt, and I think DeAndre Swift will just uh, take off for the Lions and Matthew Stafford's uh, checkdown, possibly, possibly him. NFC Defensive Rookie of the Year, I have Isaiah Simmons. Uh, I just think that's a good fit on a good defense that could win, and Isaiah Simmons will probably be. A highlight of that Arizona Cardinals defense and just be part of that conversation that he could win. Uh, Reha, you're next with AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year. All right, so AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year, I have, Sam, being biased here, but Jonathan Taylor. All right. You know, I think he's going to come in. He's going to he's going to run for a lot of yards. He went to split back, backfield? Yeah, I think eventually it's – Going to be his backfield. Yeah, I mean, Mac has injury history, too. It's hard to tell him. He's been hurt, I think. Something's happened every year he's played. Okay. You got to see him winning that. And then AFC defense next. Mm-hmm. I have Kenneth Murray. Ooh. I know it's a stacked defense, but I think he's going to come in. He's going to complete the Chargers defense. I think he's going to get a lot of tackles. He's going to make a lot of plays. Okay. I think that's a good fit. I think that's a really good pick. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah. The NFC offense, I I don't know. That's a tough one. Because none of the quarterbacks did go there no. besides Jordan Love. That's not going to play this year. Even the top running backs, Swift's only one that went. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with CeeDee Lamb to the Cowboys. CeeDee Lamb to the Cowboys. I think Amari Cooper is going to demand a lot of attention. I think Lamb's a talented enough playmaker to get a lot of targets, a lot of catches. So you think he's going to surpass uh, Michael Gallup in the depth chart? I think they're going to start, you know, splitting mm-hmm. their reps, whatever. I think eventually Lamb's going to be the guy. Okay. But Gallup, I think Gallup will have a good year too. Okay. And then NFC Defensive Rookie of the Year. Isaiah Simmons. I respect it. He's too good of a playmaker, especially with a defense with – they got some key pieces, but they're not deep. Mm-hmm. He's going right. to come in. He's going to make some plays. All right. I like it. I like those picks. Uh, Joe, you are up next, starting with AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year. AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year, I know it's you know it's number one pick overall, but I'm going Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. He's, I think he's got a good head coach for him. He's got a lot of weapons like we talked about, and I think he is a playmaker that can uh, – 
Uh, you know, I couldn't get it. I'm not nope. going to lie, Joe. I'm a little disappointed that you picked such an obvious answer. I expected more of a Skip Bayless take. It's got to be the name. Joe, Joe. <laughs> he wears it well. He does. I just expected a little bit more uh, pizzazz or something from you. Well, that sucks. <laughs> All right, go ahead with your AFC defensive rookie of the year. AFC defensive rookie of the year. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, and for uh, NFC offense player of the year, I'm going Jalen Hurts. Defensive. In a, uh, Kind of a, uh, Wait, a, uh, what? did you say NFC offensive? Yeah. You're on AFC defensive. No, I'm doing it this way. <laughs> Jalen Hurts in a Taysom Hill type situation comes in for the Eagles, lights the world on fire, and he is, uh, well, what's, uh, uh, Wentz is going to get hurt, Jalen Hurts is going to come in and take over the full-time quarterback spot. Boom. You think he's going to get enough games played that, uh, he could win that award? Yes. What if he's the next uh, Dak Prescott? That's big time. Could be. I could see it. All right, you want to go back to AFC defensive? I'm going to tell you both my defensive players of the year, rookies of the year right now. Right. It is the first ever Joe's Bold Prediction of the Week. Of the <laughs> week. Period. The first ever Twins Comma. selected as offensive and defensive rookie of the year, or defensive and defensive rookie of the year in opposite conferences, Khalil and Carlos Davis. Oh, my God. Here Khalil we go. playing for the Buccaneers in an already stacked defense, but I think he will shine. And also Carlos Davis, who's at the Steelers, and, uh, you know, they need a little bit of help on that defensive front, I think. Do so they? So, uh, where did these two twins go to college? You know, I couldn't tell you. Oh. Oh, Joe. Right when I think you're getting professional, then you bring in that Husker bias. I don't know what you're talking about. I see two gems that were picked late that I think have a lot of upside. Two diamonds in the rough. That's right. All right, so you gave us a bold prediction for uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year. How about a uh, bold prediction? I gave you a bold prediction for both of them, a set of twins. That is true. That is, uh... The 194th and 232nd overall picks. Well, I wonder why they were drafted that late. Double bold prediction, Jacob. Alright, All right, we'll go over uh, winners and loser of the draft. Jalen Hurts playing the Taysom Hill and winning offensive rookie of the year in that conference wasn't also a bold prediction. That is pretty bold, too. Yeah, very bold. Alright, uh, Reha, what's some of your winners and losers of the draft? Winners. The Denver Broncos. John Elway put together a hell of a class. Obviously, Jerry Judy, first round. KJ Hamler, second round. Third round, Michael Ojemudie from Iowa. Had a very good combine. Obviously, Iowa corners always end up doing pretty well. Yeah. Look at Desmond King. He's an all-pro. They also got Lloyd Cushenberry the center from LSU in the third round, who some had him going first round, I think, into the first. Really? Yeah. And then the rest of that, I couldn't tell you players' names. I know they got a tight end from Missouri that was considered one of the best tight ends in the draft class in the fourth round. They said he'll compliment Noah Fant pretty well. Was that Bryant? Uh, it was Albert 
you want to pronounce this last name? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I think he's an athletic tight end. But yeah, they filled some needs. I think they won the draft. Okay. What about a loser for the draft? Obviously the Houston Texans. And that's just because they traded away all their draft picks. I mean, they got... I don't know. Yeah, the, that, they, they didn't have a first-round pick. I think they might have moved up in the second round to get that black lock. Actually, I could say... I'm not trying to pick two here, but I think the Packers. Oh, uh, I like that one. I don't know. I don't like what they did. Okay, okay. Uh, my winner is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. I think they uh, got two players with Patrick uh, Queen and J.K. Dobbins that helped them with that uh, two-year window with Lamar Jackson's contract where uh, they can contend for a Super Bowl for the next two years and be factors on it. My uh, loser, uh, Rihal kind of stole it, the Green Bay Packers. They added no wide receivers. Um, They probably pissed off Aaron Rodgers. And... I mean, just none of the key... Yeah, they picked a running back in this third round. Yeah, they picked they up... Had, oh, shoot, who was that? A.J. AJ Dillon. Yep. Uh, they picked A.J. Dillon, which I don't understand that either because there was already a pretty good split backfield of Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. So. He's a big back, too. I think he's like 250. And I think they picked a running back before that draft. So, yeah, I just didn't understand the move, so... Green Bay Packers will be my loser as well. Joe, what is your winner? Well, I didn't know we were doing winner and loser. I thought we were doing winners and losers. So I'm going to rattle off a few here for you. I think uh, the winners, uh, Bengals, had a great draft class. Ravens filled the few holes they had, and they're going to come back scary. Uh, And losers, I'm going to have to also go with the Packers. And I'm also going to take A.J. Epinesa. At one time, a top ten projected pick slides to the second round. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Jack Wilson is not going to be very happy when he listens to uh, this podcast. And also, Unanimous losers, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. You know, I, I think he'll agree, to be honest with you. I think he probably wanted them to take receiver. I think he sees the problem. Oh, probably, but I mean... I don't think it's you know a blind issue. I think it's just more of a an analytical viewpoint. I just, why pick a running back in the third round? That's... Yeah. I mean, teams don't like having running, like, running backs on NFL teams don't like running backs by committee. Because they like to run the ball, get in the groove, see what's coming. Mm-hmm. When you have that, then they're just... When you get shit. four snaps, and then you get yeah, taken out. you get taken out for two or three series, come back in, it's you're restarting the process. I grant it, you might be fresh, but you still don't have an idea of where the game's going. Or... Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, Flyman made adjustments. What the defense is doing differently, like you've arguably the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but you're trying to build a running attack. I don't know. No, oh, he did come from Tennessee, Matt Lafleur. So that Derrick Henry, maybe he's trying to get the next Derrick Henry of AJ Dillon. <laughs> Uh, Joe, you have anything to add about that? No, I think that, you know, right on the head there. How uh, many uh, Husker players got drafted, Joe? You know, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I saw a couple of them signed uh, free agent. Free yeah. yeah, a few of them did. I think uh, 
uh, new segment, uh, free agency signing winners. Darian Daniels in the San Francisco 49ers. I think Darian Daniels will be the next Vince Wilford. <laughs> Is he a Nebraska boy? Yes. All right, my favorite undrafted free agent signing was uh, Rodrigo Blankenship from Georgia, the kicker. One kicker of the year over that pussy Keith Duncan. That's right. Colts brought him in. I don't know if this is Vinatieri's goodbye. I know they have Caleb Sturgis and now old Blankenship. You know, they're probably taking a year to uh, mentor him under the goat. Ooh, old Rex Bex. I don't know. some of the secrets, secrets and uh, tips and tricks of the trade. Hmm. I have no idea. Well, I think that is going to do it for uh, this. Well, who's, your, who's your favorite free agent signing, Jacob? I don't know if I have seen any of them. There's been plenty. Well, I'm sure there's been plenty, but if they weren't drafted, I don't know if they're noteworthy. Besides oh, your no. fucking Huskers and... Uh, uh, Rehouse Colts, so... Goggles? Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, it's not great being put on the spot, is it? No, uh, the Patriots signed a quarterback, uh, and it was a, like, Division two. Divi- it was just a small court- school quarterback. But that's going to be mine, whatever his name is. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> oh, also, uh, shout out... About Cody Kessler? No. No, 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 no. He was a rookie. Okay. Uh, shout out uh, Sidney Bailey years, for the perhaps. Minnesota Vikings. Shout out... Who was the other one? Uh, Logan Bauer, Minnesota Vikings. And shout out Keaton Rhodes with the Green Bay Packers. Shout out Joe Crossdeck, fullback, Nebraska. I'm all right with that. Alright, that is going to do it for this episode. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night. Shout out Andy Janovich. Fullback. <laughs> hey, Cleveland Browns. That didn't help me at all. Uh, we'll be back in a couple days. Uh, probably get the episode out in a couple days. And we will be doing a bonus episode of Football Feud. Where uh, I don't know whether these two will be the contestants. If we do three contestants. Could be just making a whole new game. I don't know. Uh, come join us back. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, and uh, follow us on Twitter. Rate five stars, please. Oh yeah, and we'll read your uh, comments out on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, appreciate it, and we will see you later. <laughs>